0: Hello and welcome to The Tony Daily with me Tony Kent it's the podcast that invites you to come find yourself so you can listen to this and say oh it's not just me and i can speak to you and say no it's not just you it is also me today the theme is mother's pride which is an old school brand 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 of bread An old-school brand of bread. I don't know if it exists anymore, but there's a nice little play on words. I'm sure a tabloid newspaper has used that at some point. Probably for when Margaret Thatcher's son got lost in the desert on a race. (laughs) Do you remember that? They used to take the mickey out of him all the time. Was it Mark, her son was called? Yeah, always portrayed as a bit of a div. Um... Anyway, this is not about that. This is about... last night um, I had a real privilege to go and speak. I did 20-minute performance at a prize giving at school in Hungerford called John O'Gaunt and um, well, a few things I wasn't expecting. So the first thing I wasn't expecting was to uh, for my route to take me through a field cows but it's a common common grazing land with common grazing rights so uh the road through it you have to drive very carefully if the new forest reckons that they've got the uh i don't know award for amount of animals or (laughs) the types of animals that interfere with motorists and you know i love the new forest and Mm, it might win. So ponies, just like, yeah, ponies, yeah, whatever. Ponies, ponies. Don't feed the ponies. Don't drive too fast. Um, Now, there were foraging pigs once when I was going through the new forest, also on the way to a performance. So maybe they win. I don't know. But I liked the fact of going through uh, Hungerford Common and there being coos, cows on the road, just kind of casually wondering about. I quite liked that. Who needs um, speed ramps or pinch points or things like that when you've got a cow? Like, yeah, what you can do about it? So there was that. That was fun. Um, the other thing that I wasn't expecting was to hand out all the prizes. And uh, I'm sure, in fact, I probably know. I know. I know, despite my big face being in the programme, um, people went, well, who the bloody hell is that? Who's, who's this giving us the award? So I felt really um, honoured. I did feel like I'd been given a very big honour to present these prizes to these kids who um, had done really well. And there was a wicked maths award. It had this big shell on it. And I spoke to my husband about this afterwards because he has a maths degree, big up the Open University Massive, which he spent six years doing. And uh, I am highly respectful of the amount of time and energy it took him to get that. And one thing I learned about maths from him, something to do with, something to do, something, called like the Fenibachi sequence. Um, you see it in sunflowers, in the way arranged, and snail shells, I think. And uh, I said to him, oh, there was this shell that had all these, you could see all the inside of it. And I think it was to do with Fibonacci." And he went, yeah, yeah, probably like golden ratio. I went, yeah, mm, yeah, probably a golden ratio. So we got to hand out some impressive awards to some talented and impressive students. Um, and the thing that maybe the vice principal and the head teacher weren't expecting was, and I hadn't really thought about this. So I said to him, this is what I talk about. And I was introduced to them um, by the amazing author Nicola Chester. She writes just beautifully about nature. I I love I'm I'm in love with her book on Gallows Down, um, which I strongly recommend you read if you're interested in protest. Talks about when the uh, Newby bypass was built. Um, it's a really fascinating gorgeous read. Um, And she's their librarian. So she signed my copy of her book. That was good. Anyway, uh, she kind of knows what I'm all about and had um, introduced me to um, the leadership team who said, yeah, yeah, you can, you can speak at our prize giving event. And I did like 20 minutes, which talked about uh, my background, talks a bit about class, pokes fun at um, all sorts of things. And if it's a, one or two points where I think they were going, holy shit, we didn't check exactly what she was going to say. They were like, oh, you just, you know, um, so you just perform off the cuff then. And there's a bit of it's not entirely performing off the cuff. So I will and anyone who is professional speaker or performer will know this It is you rehearse and rehearse and rehearse and I'm always reversing rehearsing in my head um, and I'll rehearse on the way to a performance so I'll be chatting away to myself in the car looking like a mad woman um yes I got to do 20 minutes and got a lovely reception um and just being on a proper stage with a proper mic in front of a couple of hundred people is an amazing feeling to have again. And the thing that struck me was these were not my children, obviously, because I don't live in a shoe, um, but I felt really proud um, and watching these kids that ranged from year seven to eight. Um, returning year 11s who were coming back to collect their results in person that they hadn't been able to collect last year. Um, It was quite emotional because I was sort of looking at them and thinking about my kids and how they're getting older and, you know, my daughter will be sitting her exams from next week and you just kind of think, oh, there's so much, kind of. (laughs) It's not going to sound like a right... All right, dickhead. Um, But they've got so much potential and enthusiasm and talent and they've been through such a lot of shit over the past few years. One of the girls read a piece which has got her, I think, through to the final of Young Public Speaker of the Year, which is about her mum's experiences as an... uh, NHS worker and what that meant for them as a family and oh my god just incredible what she had to say about her fear for her mum and um, watching her go out to work and she couldn't uh, she couldn't be around her mum for half a year because uh, members of her family were immunocompromised and it was uh, I was just in awe of them all and it it kind of reminded me that um, at a point in your life you know A terrible thing happened in my family at the point that I was studying for my GCSEs. And these kids have been through a good couple of years of upset and uncertainty and worry and to see that they are um, cheerful and excited and bubbly and enthusiastic, um, just filled me with a sense of pride. <laughs> it's a One of the parents shouted out when their daughter got up on stage, that's my girl. She's like, oh, no wine for you, mum. But I I totally am on board with what it feels like to sort of see your um, child's just... Uh, I don't know, you know, going through a significant moment in their lives. So um, the other brilliant thing was, was that I was able to raise money for SmartWorks Reading um, in the process of last night. So I didn't um, take a fee. Instead, I asked for a donation to SmartWorks Reading. Um, and this is one of the privileges of I do some work with some very large organisations and corporates that, um pay me well for my speaking and writing services and that gives me the freedom to choose times when I don't want to take payment for myself but instead would like to um, pay it forward and smart reading help women who um, have lost their confidence and um, it helps them to enter the workplace by giving them free interview coaching and uh, from professional um Uh, professional career coaches and free work clothing, um, which comes from all manner of places, from women that um, are no longer um, uh, working in corporate offices through to brands like, oh, it's included like Burberry. They've had stuff from Victoria Beckham, Hobbs, Marks and Spencers, um, with nothing underneath. Um, Oh, tons of organisations that are just keen to give people... um, a little bit of help and the idea is that if you look confident if you dressed well you feel confident and the women that they help it's a completely non-judgmental service so they have helped women who have experienced homelessness women that have been to prison women who have Um, Survived domestic abuse, Um, women who took a career break to care for their children or to care for other relatives, Um, people who've had mental health problems, all sorts. And for me, the work that they do, I see where there were times in my life where having a service like that would have been amazing for someone. Like me and I see the work that they do to help women find work and if you can give someone employment and that's the story of my life really it was um, meaningful well paid employment that actually enabled me to um, achieve the things that I wanted to in life so. I got to see some inspirational children. (laughs) I got to deliver a talk that maybe was inspiring, maybe was slightly um, a bit of a uh, white knuckle ride, but was okay. They were in safe hands. Um, And I think um, seeing the staff as well, it was lovely to watch the relationship between some of the um, staff and pupils and seeing how the the kids just like all right miss how are you and the teachers go oh please come back next year and it was just really really lovely to be part of it really um uh left me absolutely bloody knackered because i had to stand up for a couple of hours in my flexer gucci shoes um but i just loved every minute of it so what do i hope for you i hope that you have some Pleasant surprises. I hope you get to do something that allows you to pay it forward and makes you feel good about doing it. And I hope actually if you are um, a woman in the UK um, who is struggling to find work, um, that you will go and look for smart works online and they've got branches throughout the uk so the one that i support is smartworks reading because they're my local uh, branch i'm their official event compare but they are across the uk so that's what i hope for you thank you for supporting the podcast if you think anyone would benefit from this podcast please give it a share and i will be back with you tomorrow